All right, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Kicks of Your Life. Greatest kicks of your life if you're a basketball player. I'm here right now, Alexander Payne, with your co-host, Jordan McLaughlin. Uh, you know, we're excited. We're here. We're out here doing it, right? Yeah, yes, sir. We're excited to get this going uh, for this to become, you know, the hottest sneaker podcast on the, you know, out there. So let's get this thing rolling, Alex. All right. So before we get into the shoes that we're going to be talking about today, uh, the NBA season started. You're already out playing. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people wondering right now, what are you wearing on your feet on court? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my background right now, I just uh, signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves, a three-year contract. And uh, currently right now, uh, I'm out there wearing the KD-14s, and I'm also wearing the Kyrie 7s. So I got a couple different uh, colorways in each of them. Okay, you out there wearing the flat earth of sevens? I feel that. <laughs> <no bad. laughs> right, right. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, uh, which one? Which one are you feeling more? Just real quickly, because I'm a KD man myself. I haven't been on the Kyrie's yet. What's What's the difference? Yeah, so I, I mean, I feel like the Kyrie seven kind of fits more of my playing style. So you know, Kyrie is low to the ground. He moves around the court a lot. He's yeah. elusive. His quickness, his speed, the way he cuts. I feel like that fits more of my playing style on the court, being a point guard and, you know, being quick, fast and, and doing all the cutting that I do on the court. I feel like me, I get the best response uh, in the in the Kyrie sevens. 100 percent. OK. And the KDs are just like, what, a good lockdown or? Yeah, yeah, they're they're like I uh so we have backup shoes. So I always have a pair of those as my backup shoes if I'm not feeling the Kyrie sevens that day or yeah. you know, if I just want to go with a different colorway, I, I go with the KDs. It's all about the colorway. It's like Deion Sanders says, it's like you look good, you feel good, then you play good. Play good for sure. Always. always. All right, so let's get into the shoes that we're gonna be covering today. Um in no particular order is this list in any way, but, you know, this is the way that, you know, we kind of set it up. Uh, we're going to go from 100 down to one. But first, we're going to be covering three shoes. And those shoes are the Adidas Crazy 8, KB8s, as they were known when Kobe was actually signed with them. But Adidas has removed all of that completely. But uh, we're going to go with that one. And then we're going to go into the Converse Aero Jams. They were the Larry Johnson shoes. And then after that, we're going to be covering an all-time classic the Jordan fives, but let's uh, jump into the KB eights first. I mean, have you ever had a chance to play in these shoes? Did any chance? So I, I never got the chance to play in them, but I, I do remember when they had a, uh, when they had came out and they were in the stores and on the shelves and stuff, you know, they had a couple crazy colorways, you know, they had the mm -hmm. yellow and purples. They had the classic white and blacks and vice versa, the black and whites. Uh, I remember a blue pair, red pair, uh, so I remember them being on the shelves in the stores. And back then, I, I remember trying them on. To me, they were heavy. I, I'm not a, a, yeah. not a big fan of a heavy shoe. Um, but, you know, Kobe, you know, when he signed with Adidas at that time, he uh, he really made them popular. You know, it was a it was a well-designed shoe, and it was just a little bit too heavy for me. Oh, man, that was my shoe. Maybe because I'm a heavier dude. So <laughs> that was the shoe for me. I mean, that was the first. That wasn't the first signature shoe I bought, but that was the first, obviously, first Kobe's first signature shoe. Right. And that was the one that I, I remember my brother bought the white and black ones. Those were the first ones you could get initially. Yeah. And I remember going to Foot Locker, and this is in, God, 97, 98, or the second year. 
and they were like, you can wait till February because I think the black colorway wasn't releasing till All Star Weekend, and it was like you can wait and get these, and I got them, and I remember everyone was like, where did you get this color? And you know, I lied. I was right. Like, I mean, come on, I know Kobe Bryant, you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah, of course. You, you gotta go with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell people I just waited two more months. That was that was all it took. Right. I mean, but these by far, and then you know, when the black colorway first came or the shoe back then, the black one had the little eight stitching on the front of it. Yeah. They've been retroed a couple of times since then. Right. And they don't they don't look the same anymore, obviously, because Kobe uh went with Nike. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was this was like my, this is my number one, uh, this is it. This is here, my darling, you know? Um, right. So this is his first signature shoe, right? And yep. this is going with this continuing the feet you wear line. So like, you know, shoes are coming out a lot of back then in the nineties, when I was a kid, the shoes were always coming out with like gimmicks, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, oh, uh, the feet you wear and then the Aero Jams will have the uh, React shoes. Right. And I remember that like uh, these shoes were big because uh, the feet you wear was like Adidas, like a uh, big kind of technology. And that was like a thing that like it mold. It was like a foam cushioning. I don't know how to explain it. Like Nike had the React. Bubble. Yeah. And the and React now, but mm-hmm. it was just like a, I don't know how to explain it. Like a lot of people, like when you first get them, they're like, everyone was worried that they're too hard and they won't like kind of bend. And they're yeah. like that at first, but you know, for a nineties kid, you know, I'm going to be doing everything in these. I'm going to be like, you know, <laughs> picking other kids in the chest and everything and all that stuff. And it was like, right. eventually they break in really well. And mm-hmm. then I think I found this out later on while researching the shoe that they laced up. Apparently they're similar to the Jordan 11s lacing. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do have that. They do have that wide lacing space where they kind of crisscross like that. But going back to what you said about uh, having the eight patch at the bottom of it, I really think that kind of to me, that low key is what, is what sets that shoe to, you know, be what it was, was the little eight stitching at the at the bottom of the of the shoelaces. I think that was pretty fire to me. And those details matter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially to any sneakerhead, like the little little details make you go, I got to get that shoe. For sure, right. Because, you know, I mean, all all the jerseys in the NBA are, are different, whether that's lettering or the numbers. And so for that shoe to have the Laker, like, writing of the eight, which Kobe wore at that time, it just it just sets it off to me. Like you said, details are, are everything when it comes to a sneaker. Yeah, and my... I think again, that's the only colorway I think that had the eight. And I do remember this though. The shoes were like in this movie. I don't know if you ever seen this movie, Basketball. Yeah, not nah, that, that movie is so fire. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? <laughs> right. Like it may be a little corny, cheesy movie, but yeah. for those shoes, I didn't. To, when you when we talked about it, I was like, I didn't know those shoes were in it. So now I got to go back and watch it, but. For those shoes to be in that movie, that movie is hilarious. I love it. <laughs> the only reason I remember is because as a kid, I remember like walking into the movie theater and looking down. They used to have those little cardboard po- posters where they would do the full life size of the guys. Right. And you, I saw their shoes. And I remember thinking Kobe Yates, but then I still was like, but they got the white and the black. I yeah. got the black. Yeah. Uh, I'm even doing better than the guys in the movies. Right. You got them from Kobe. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> these guys don't know Kobe. I saw Kobe in Santa Monica one time and I was like, I kind of, we kind of know each other. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, let's see. Is there any other specs that we're missing? This is the Adidas torsion system. It's a ground adaption system that provides enhanced stability and reduces foot fatigue. This, I don't know about. I never had foot fatigue as a child. So I'm like, I don't right. really have big problems with that. I mean, maybe now I would definitely need some foot fatigue. But this was like their top of the line stuff that they had been using for, I think, that since the 80s. And then beyond that, it had leather on the shoe. And I don't mm -hmm. know why. That always matters, like to every sneakerhead, is that if it has leather, like was well, premium leather, that's premium quality right there, you know? Right. It almost makes the shoe feel a little bit better than just a sneaker if it has leather, right? Do you feel that way? I'm like, I'm hit or miss when it comes to leather being on sneakers. Like, even if it's a genuine, like good leather, I'm yeah. like, it depends. Like, if I'm hooping in it or if I'm going to wear it around, if it's going to be a fancy dress shoe that I could, you know, throw on with like some slacks or some pants and a button up, the the leather is just a it's a thin thin line that I walk on for me. Um, but I like with this shoe, you couldn't pull it off. Like to me, you could walk around in it as like an everyday shoe. Yeah. But if you wanted to try and you know throw it on with something you know business casual or some type of button up, I don't I don't think you could really pull it off. Uh, what is, what's your thoughts on that? I think again, cause I'm thinking like, you know, me or I'm like, I'm not saying like, if I was on wall street, I don't know if you can pull off the crazy, crazy eights. You know? <laughs> right. 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 Like just me walking around as a comedian in New York city. I'm thinking like, yeah, man, the leather, this is as upscale you're going to get for a guy that barely gets up before 11 AM. That's what I'm trying to say where I'm like, to us, this is like a dress up type sneaker i mean obviously the jordan 11 or, or all those have nice quality patent leather but like right you know if, if you're going outside of jordan rarely do you ever find something where you're like look it's got look it's got leather it's like a dress, right. a dress. you know you try to convince your girlfriend or whoever like no, 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 this, is, this is dressy you know i'm dressing things up here right i'm a fan of it just in terms of like you know it looks different i like the way they mix the the, the leather with the rest of the shoe yeah um but again i'm only partial to it because it's my childhood you know it could right. kobe could have literally vomited on the shoe and i would be like this, <laughs> this is i need this these fire yeah. <laughs> no i definitely think the mix is good the the leather to the non-leather to the leather i think that part is fire on a sneaker i do remember this though they're a hot sneaker there's no ventilation on the shoe yeah i do I remember playing them yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it's a heavy sneaker, and usually yeah. when you have a, a heavy sneaker, uh, usually not just the sole is heavy, but the rest of the shoe is heavy. So, like when Bron, like say for instance, Bron shoes, his soles are pretty heavy, but now what Nike's doing is using that flywire material to try and make it, you know, a little bit lighter. Um, but back then, you know, they didn't have the flywire material on sneakers, um, so for them to have the shoe with the leather and, and the bulky sole, that's what made the shoe heavy and not get very much ventilation out of it. Do you or like any of your other guys, do you guys ever play in retros? Do you guys play sometimes in the 90s sneakers? Are they all just too heavy? So some people do. So like I remember when Iman Shumpert a couple years ago when he was like with the Knicks, he would hoop in the crazy eights. He would he oh, would get yeah. yeah. So like a lot of the guys that are sponsored by Adidas or or Jordan or you know whatever brand they're sponsored by, they're able to have those connects and contacts to get some retro sneakers. So some yeah. people were wearing crazy eights, the Adidas Pro models, like older shoes like that. 
And they are able to wear some of those. And then some guys today, you know, you're able to go on gold or stock X or whatever the case may be. And, you know, you can grab a pair of Jordan retro tens that came out in 2006 or whatever the case may be. You might spend a little coin, but you're able to get them. But as far as like to grab a pair of crazy eights today, oh man, that would be so tough. You would have to have the ultimate connect to, you know, get you a, a well refurbished and designed pair of crazy eights that resembles, you know, a pair from 1997, 1996. Yeah. I mean, have you ever personally, did you ever want to play in any pair of shoes from the nineties or? So I, my favorite Adidas shoe or like just any shoe back in the day uh, was a pro models. I love the pro models, like being able to change the stripes in the colorways on the pro models. I thought that was so fire when I was younger. I was like, I got to get a pair of these. They came with all the colors. I'm like, First game, I'm going to wear white with the red stripes. And then the next game, I'll wear blue with the red stripes. Like, I wanted to switch them out. And it, it was kind of like like Nike ID, like yeah. going in, creating your own shoe. And to me, that's what the Pro Models was. Like, you could customize it however you want it with the little the three stripes that you could take in and take out of the shoe. And uh, I just thought that was always fire. So that was if I could wear a shoe back from the 90s right now, I would I would wear the Pro Models. I was going to say, the pro models have good traction? I was wondering what that is. Yeah, that- yeah. I, I mean, the pro models, like I said, it was comfy. It was lightweight. felt good on my feet. Like, ventilation was good. Like, everything about the pro model to me was fire. Okay, I got to give me a pair of pro models. Then. That yeah. way, yeah, the one with the white, red, and blue. So that way, it's like, look, I'm not a crip, I'm not a blood. So <laughs> You're neutral, like, neutral. Yeah. <laughs> I love America, son. This is what it's about. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, so if I'm gonna move along because I don't I don't want to stay in Kobe nostalgia land. Um, this next shoe is the Converse Converse Aero Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very so I think that Converse had at this point they're coming out of the uh, era of Larry uh, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, which was they were wearing the weapons, yeah. um, and the weapons were. I mean, those were your dad's shoes. Those were like, <laughs> those were cool to like your dad or somebody else where it was like, these got to be the ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the Converse weapons, but like I looked them up the other day and I was like, oh my God, please never retro these things. Right. <laughs> you'll never see, I'll tell you this one thing you'll never see is somebody playing in the Converse weapons. That's something you'll never it's over ever. with. Long gone. <laughs> um. So they're coming out of that, and now there's a whole new crop of players, and you've got players like uh, Larry Johnson and Kevin Johnson, and they're younger, they're more exciting. I mean, these guys can jump out of the gym, and that's when you get to this shoe, the Aero Jam. And do you remember the uh, way that they sold this shoe? Like, do you remember his character that he played? Yeah, that was a grandmama, right? Grandmama, grandmama for sure. I'm telling you, look, I didn't know what trans or LGBTQ was, but nothing was cooler than seeing that guy dress up as a, a grandma. Right. People, you were like, yes, I believe in this. Whatever <laughs> the future of this is, I right. Yeah. Now they definitely that def, the marketing team definitely did their job with that one and selling selling grandmama. I mean, when you present a sneaker uh, a certain way and you produce it like they did, uh, you know, it's, it's bound to do numbers like you got you got the fans and, you know, shoe guys excited 
uh, to to wear this sneaker that they're presenting. And the way they did it with Grandma Ma, it was it was definitely something that you wanted to be a part of. You know what I heard um, was that the way that they got him to sign with Converse was that they told him the story was going to be it was going to be Larry Bird mm-hmm. and it was going to be Magic Johnson and they were going to be like we've created the perfect basketball player and they had him beneath the sheet and they would take the sheet off and it would be Larry Johnson <laughs> and he signed the deal and then when he went in he was like oh we're we doing this commercial they were like yeah but we scrapped that idea instead we want you to play this old lady that dunks on people right <laughs> He was pissed. He was like, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Cause at that point you're somewhat hiding his face and, and you don't, you know, you agreed to something that you originally, you know, had set out and planned to do and for it to switch up like that, you know, it's kind of upsetting, but you know, it's still, you know, his shoe and everything he was able to do with it. But how much more iconic is it that, uh, you know, basically, I mean, I mean, for me, I don't know you, it's probably like, you know, we wouldn't remember it as well if it wasn't a guy dressed up as a grandma. Right. Dunking on people. It was like, you know, I mean, it kind of did hit the mark, though. Mm-hmm. No, like I said, the, the marketing is a, is a big point of, you know, releasing shoes when you can create something that resonates with viewers and your audiences like brains and minds. If, when you can instill that like powerful image. It, uh, it only makes consumers want that shoe that much more. And when you present it with an idea such as Grandma Ma, you know, it just is you're, it's something you're going to remember. Yeah, it's kind of like the predecessor to Uncle Drew, really. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, like we, there's some, there's some, some connect there somehow. There like- definitely is. Definitely is. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of the specs about it. Um, this shoe was worn by both Kevin Johnson and Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, contains React Juice. I think I put jam on accident, but I don't know <laughs> brain, but React Juice. It had it on the, the back heel of the shoe and in the bottom where the air bubble usually goes on uh, uh, most Nikes. It came in the purple and blue Hornets colorway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you might be a little bit more of an expert on this. I don't know if you uh, saw a little bit, but it, it looks to me similar to the Jordan 5. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, let me ask you this. When you say React Juice, what do you mean by React Juice? So, you know how every sh- every shoe has uh, the cushioning or whatever it is in there? So, mm-hmm. instead of having an air unit or having, like, the the Adidas Pro 8 had the torsion, which is the foam system, mm-hmm. it had literal juice in a shoe. Like, the- like, you could squeeze it. Like, you know, I remember, like, in the 90s, everything was, like, Ghostbusters, like, like slime and all that. Right. It was, like, literal juice that you could see in the back of a shoe, like, through the window of it. Right. And at the bottom of the shoe, where the, the where your back heel would be here, and then back right there would be actual, like, a, a pocket of juice. Right. That you would... <laughs> that's crazy i i've never heard juice actually being in the shoe so did that cause like did that cause any problems with the shoe like did this like so let me ask you this if you would shake the shoe can you hear the juice in the shoe you could hear the juice in the shoe you that's could actually hear the juice. and it did cause a problem i remember i saw this later on uh tim legler talked about playing in converse reacts when he was on uh, Washington and the Bullets, and um, he was playing in them, and 
they burst. <laughs> like the juice burst. Right. Mid, mid game. This was practice. Oh, okay. Practice, practice. They practice, they burst. And uh, Chris Weber, he said at one point, like, like did the splits. Like, he almost, like, he's like, could have pulled a groin or anything. But sure. That's definitely hazardous. <laughs> and they couldn't figure out for the longest time where the juice was coming from. They were like, what is it? Like, they wiped down the whole court. And for the longest time, they were like, we don't understand. Why is everyone falling? Right. And then uh, Tim, he said he looked down at his shoes, and he was like, there's juice. The react juice is coming out of my shoes. <laughs> That's crazy. They're all looking up at the ceiling like it's still leaking. Like it ain't even raining outside. <laughs> that also sounds like a. Uh, I mean that. That's like that. That also is probably what killed the shoe. It's like you can't For have sure. athletes running and jumping all of a sudden. It's like look at all this juice on the court. <laughs> For sure. Like like time out. I got to change my shoe. My shoe yeah. is leaking. <laughs> I busted the juice, homie. Hold on one second. <laughs> My grandma says, "Like get those shoes off my couch. I don't want that juice now." Right, right. Shoe all leaking on grandma's couch and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's actually kind of the death sentence for the shoe. Is that you know a guy that's going to dunk and play as hard as Larry Johnson? You know, you don't want juice squirting out of his feet. Basically, you know, that was like the first quote unquote like I think Zion moment where like he blew through the shoe, but like you know, right that juice. Squirting people in the front row. Front like. row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Nah, I mean, to, that to me, that's just so interesting. Like, that's another thing that sells the shoe, you know? Like, you never heard of, you know, any juice or type of liquid, you know, being in a shoe, especially back then before, yeah. you know, technology is how it is now. Uh, for that to, to be even possible back then, it, it's pretty fascinating, honestly. Yeah, it hurts. I mean, I think we both talked about this, but how much it hurts when you pop an air bubble? Oh, it's, the it's the worst. The worst. Now imagine popping the juice. You're like, you're just sitting there like, maybe I can get a baster or a syringe. and I can Right, get, try and insert some back in there. I can get a little bit of juice back in. I need it, please. <laughs> right. Uh. Um, so... And also, too, I didn't know this until looking up the shoe, but the React material, because it was like material, then mm-hmm. juice surrounding the material. Yeah. And that's the, the precursor to Nike React. That, that's, you know, yeah. Right. That's, that's, in, that's interesting. Because, you know, I mean, obviously, Nike had to have kind of gotten the idea from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their marketing and, and, uh, marketing side is is ridiculous the way they do things but you know they don't all come up just randomly wake up and like hey we're gonna do this with a shoe so you know they got the idea i'm sure like you said from this shoe and uh you know ran with it and made their changes that they felt was necessary to the shoe i think that's what was or what is very interesting about nike or even adidas is like you know i think nike's purchased converse in the 2000s and then Mm -hmm. to look back and go, what's up with that React juice? Like, the juice is stupid, but they're like, what's that React material? <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's I, it's amazing to see, like, you know, how Nike could find something that someone else couldn't get to work. Mm-hmm. And make it work. And make it work, and then make that the future of sports. Or, like, you know, performing in... Do players even... Do, the, do you guys talk about that? Where you go, like, I like React, or I like uh, phone posits, or I like, you know, the air, classic air bubble? Yeah, I mean, I mean we kind of... A lot of sneakerheads do like those yeah. that know about sneakers and and things that go into sneakers. They do well, but a lot of them they just look for comfort, 
And for those that don't know about a shoe, they might say it, they know a shoe and like it's comfortable to them, but they don't know the technology and Nike Air Bubbles, Zoom Generation, Nike React, those type of materials that go into a shoe. But Nike, as of late, has put a lot of their Nike React soles in a lot of their basketball shoes to try and make them comfortable. And you do see a couple guys on, where, on the court wearing some Nike Air Zoom generations with the, the Nike React material. How do you feel about the – you, you have a favorite tier? Do you go like the Nike React? I prefer the regular classic Air Bubble. What, do you, what is your preference? So I, I like the Nike Air Zoom yeah. Uh, so I like the air bubbles and the, the bristles of the shoes, like the KD nines were the best. Like to me, those ones were the best. So they had the Nike air zoom uh, all throughout the shoe up until the toes. And what Nike air zoom is the bristles. So imagine two, two toothbrushes, mm -hmm. like uh, the heads of the toothbrushes pushing together. Mm -hmm. the, the bristles of the toothbrush are going to like go like this. And so that's basically every time you step from hitting the ground and your foot hitting the ground, your the air bubble is going like this. So you were just, it was like walking on air. And to me, the KD9s and the Nike Air Zoom generation, like that's the best technology to me. Uh, yeah. Recently, I've tried a couple of the Nike Reacts. So I like the Nike Reacts as like a walking shoe, but as far as like when I'm playing on the court, it's a little bit too much of a like a bushy cushion, I would say, for me. So I'm not a big fan of the Nike React basketball sneakers, but to me, the the Air Zoom generation takes the cake with that. So the React is like you sink in it too much. Too much. Like when I'm pushing off, I feel like, you know, I'm like, say I'm like stepping on a pillow trying to plant and push off. Ah, it's just a, it's just it's not the not a good traction for me. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting to know because that's what like you know that's the difference between someone who just wears them regularly versus someone who's like an actual athlete that needs them. Like, no, nah, I'm not getting the right traction here. Right, right, yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> um, so let's wrap up. What we talk about this shoe. This shoe also had like a shield and lace lock, mm -hmm. unlike the Jordan Eight. How it has the wrap around. Right. Um. I think the Jordan Eight. It's not removable, but on this one, you could actually take it off. Mm -hmm. And you could wear it as a face mask. Uh, <laughs> they knew about coronavirus, so they were like, "Yeah, just, that's for later." You could right. That was ahead of the time. Yeah, that's what that radio radioactive juice was. It was like you put that on your face, and you'll be good. <laughs> Protect you from that. Right. Um, I think the shoe was retro only in 2014, mm -hmm. and by then they had taken the Larry Johnson and Kevin Johnson models, and they took that up. They took their names off of them. And then also, it was no longer called uh, React Juice on the back. They, they lost the patent to that. Or I guess by then Nike was doing it. It's called Aerojam. On the, it has Aerojam on the back. Or I think before it would have like a number two. And I mean, obviously features one of the most icon iconic uh, uh, basketball ads of all time. Um, I'm trying to think if this is a shoe that holds an affectionate place in 90s kids heads like uh, like this is a shoe where you go wow i can't believe like this was one of the this this guy was like i mean i guess he would be because th at that team at that time was like mugsy bones uh, uh larry johnson alonzo morning 
Yeah. And I swear to God, every kid in the 90s had a Charlotte Hornets jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the, the pinstripe jersey that they had. Yeah. And it was like at that moment, that just became a wave of like, look, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched a Charlotte Hornets game. But <laughs> you were like, I'm getting that jacket. Right. Yeah. I mean, to me, that, that colorway, it kind of works. Like, I'm not a big fan of like, I would say, let's say fruity type colorway, where it's like that purple and green or bluish green, turquoise, whatever you want to call it, or like a say like a pink and red or something like that. But to me, when you put like either black with the purple and the Charlotte Charlotte colorway, the purple and what you call it turquoise. Yeah. Or you can even flip it and go white with the purple and turquoise colorway. And I think it goes great. Like those two colorways of the shoe, I think that's great. But like when you start venturing off into like maybe different colorways of that shoe, I'm like, I'm like, eh. But when you put those colorways on it, you think of that team and the pinstripe jerseys and and you think like, yeah, this works. I like it. And I think that's I wonder if like, you know, when Nike or whoever looks for these athletes, do they go like, okay, what is the colorway of that team? Mm -hmm. And is that colorway going to be marketable outside of just him as an athlete like i want right. to do that because like you know i know who larry johnson is but i don't think larry johnson was the biggest obviously wasn't bigger than jordan and, and a couple of other players in the league by then mm -hmm. but just that that dynamic of like look everybody's buying charlotte jerseys everybody wants to look like a 1993 drug dealer uh, <laughs> let's put it on the shoe and that had to be I, I don't remember ever seeing a kevin johnson model of the shoe but i do remember seeing kids with this shoe back in like 94 or something like that and thinking like oh okay it's because it goes with the charlotte outfit right and that's another uh, credit to the to, to marketing and like when you say even think about shoes of today and when you see like say when kd was playing with golden state they released yeah. a home and away colorway of whatever kd's signature shoe was at that time and when you when you have these young kids that look up to these to these superstars and role models, the kids are like, I want that shoe. And if they're wearing that home or away colorway, they're, they're gonna want that shoe. And so Nike or whoever the, the company is making that shoe will sell some of those shoes in the store. But then on top of that, that's when they're doing all the crazy releases, the, the Aunt Pearls, the Weathermans, all those other different types of shoes. But they do make sure they hit on those, uh, those home and away team colorways. So pointing back to what you said about, you know, a marketing team paying attention to what team those athletes or guys are on. They, I think they do look, uh, look into that. Yeah. I think that would, I think Kyrie's shoe is the most popular shoe amongst kids mm -hmm. because of the different colorways. Like he has like blue lobster and all these different colors and they, and they love that. Uh, they love it more than anything. It's like, okay. You know, especially as a kid, it's like, <laughs> That's probably the only time, really, you, you just get to wear whatever the hell you want. Everyone was like, oh, he's a kid. Who cares? Right, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he's wearing some blue, green, orange shoes, and you're like, he's a kid. Don't worry. Yeah, about what do you, I mean, he eats those colors. That's what he eats every day. Blue, green, orange. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, we're going into the last shoe, but I figured this one would take the most time because uh, this is uh, the Jordan 5. Um, yeah. This shoe really doesn't need any introduction other than the fact that the way that I got introduced to the shoe was every cool person I ever knew in my life had this shoe. And not every just cool person I knew in my life, even on TV, like 
Will Smith wore these in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. Seinfeld wore these. Martin wore these. It was like every person, this to me, I think, has to be, I would say, beyond behind the 11, but I'm just talking about in pop culture when I think of it. Right. Jordan 5. This is when Mike, at this point, I think, became the man in the league. Mm-hmm. This is the year before he won the championship. Um, he was going against the Detroit uh, Piston Bad Boys, but he was like, that's it. He's cemented as that guy, won the slam dunk championship, uh, you know, scoring titles, scored 69 points in these, his his all-time career high. Yep. What do you think about these shoes? Because I know you own a pair. I've never <laughs> owned a pair. I'm not I'm not a cool guy. I'm a co- I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a, a below a cool guy. I'm a funny guy. Yeah, you never owned a pair of Jordan fives. I, I'm I, Jordan sixes. I feel comfortable. Okay. All right. All right. I, I can respect that. All right. Well, let me ask you this. What's your top three to top five Jordan five colorways? Number one, uh, the turquoise and purple, the grapes. Okay. Cause that's the one that for the Fresh Prince wore. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the classic ones, the 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 original ones, because those have the little tiny two three on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple years ago, they made a PSG version. Okay, I remember those ones. I, I'm I'm a huge soccer fan too, so I'm, I love that when they did that. They did the Neymar collection. Like uh-huh. two more? Three, yeah, you get two more if you want it. Okay, or you, okay. Or you can stop there. Whatever you want. Or uh, the uh, I think there was a, a off white. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to do the black and silver. Metallics. Okay. I saw some pretty, uh, some pretty black girl in there. I was like, man, she looks good in those. That's, that's, that's all I can think of is I saw a pretty black girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So now nah, the Jordan 5 definitely a classic and one of my favorites. I'm going I'm to give you my top five. I'm going to say okay. the Raging Bull 5s. Those are like. Oh, okay. Those ones are my all-time favorites. Yeah. Raging Bull 5s. I'm also a fan of the Fresh Prince ones. Yeah, who's not? I mean, the gray ones though, not the not the oh. alternate Fresh Prince ones. I wasn't a big yeah. fan of those ones, but the the gray Fresh Prince Bel Air uh, Jordan Fives were fire. Yeah, uh, like the metallic blacks, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, like the fire reds, and then I would throw a new school version of either that white pair of the off whites or even the gray pair of the off whites is fire. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is like. I mean, I think you see this shoe. I mean, I don't know how much I, I get on the train a lot and stuff, so I see a lot of young kids. Mm-hmm. This is probably the most popular shoe that I still see on people's shoes. And I, I mean, like on people's feet, and I'm like, wow, this shoe will live forever. Yeah. Now, it's definitely one of those shoes that's timeless and that can go with anything. You can wear it as an everyday sneaker. You can hoop in it. You can do whatever you want with it. And, but one thing I liked about I've never done this, but what Fresh Prince of Bel Air did, you remember how he wore them? No, how did he wear them? No laces. Oh, yes. No laces, tongue sneaking, uh, yes. sticking out of the sneakers. I, I thought that was fire, but I just, I've never tried to pull that off. I've always just laced them up. Because it's nothing more, uh, you know, I don't know, scary than if you if you don't get the sizing right and then you walk out of your shoe, that's embarrassing. Because everyone yeah. put some laces on that bitch. For them. sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to gotta make sure you get a small size. That way you're... Your feet and your heels hug the sneaker. That way, if you were to wear unlaced, you could. 
I'm wondering what what is it about this shoe that like everyone seems to connect with the most? Because I mean, it's to me again, it's like it's 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 I don't I don't think of it like when I think of Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. like as it being one of his most iconic shoes. Like I mean, like I mean, in terms of like he didn't win a championship in it, he didn't mm -hmm. win the dunk competition in it. Um, you know, he didn't win. I don't know. He, he it's one of the shoes where I'm like. But it sticks with everybody. Right. Like, is it just the design? I mean, I, I think it is. So, you know, you got the the two, three on the side of most of the shoes. Yeah. You have the metallic tongue on most of them. You have the when it's retro, you have the Nike Air in the back, which I think is always fire on any of the Jordan shoes. Jordan threes, Jordan fours, the Jordan fives, the Jordan sixes. Whenever you have the Nike Air on the back, it just solidifies it even more rather than the Jumpman sign being on the back. But yes. to, to me, the little embroidery of the 23 being on the side of the sneaker is is, is fire. Like, again, the details on the sneaker, it, yeah. uh, that little 23 makes a, a huge difference. Isn't that crazy? Like, you could tell, I don't know if you ever had that conversation when you talk to your mom or your whoever you were buying sneakers. And they'd be like, why do you want the shoes so much? Like, you're a little two, three. He's like, okay, $25, a little two to three. Right. Like, I need it. I need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what it does. Someone took, you know, detail. And this was another Tinker Hatfield shoe. This mm -hmm. is another one that he designed, uh, going from the threes onward. And I believe this one was designed off of a P. I believe it's a '52 Mustang, a World War II fighter plane. That's what the little uh, spikes and fire on the side are uh, mm -hmm. based off of. Yeah. Um, this is the shoe that kicks off the '90s decade of shoes. I mean. I mean, I guess that explains why it's the most classic shoe. I mean, this is this is it. Cost one hundred twenty five dollars, which is it's a lot now. So it's a hell of a lot back then in nineteen eighty nine. Right. Um, I want to ask you because again, you know, I've I'm not. I don't. I mean, I'm not. There's nothing I can say. I'm I'm feeling left out here. I don't have a, a pair. I've never owned a pair of Jordan fives. What does it feel like to play in them? So I got an interesting story about playing in them. So I'm not. It's not that heavy of a shoe. It is a little bit on the heavier side. But yeah. for, for me to say I played in them, then that means they're not that heavy. So I played in high school. I played in Jordan, the Jordan 5s. I had the Fire Reds. I played in the Jordan Fire Red 5s for like maybe two or three games. And then there was a big like basketball like event that they have in Southern California where I mm -hmm. played high school ball at. It's called the Nike Extravaganza. It's held at Modern Day. They invite teams like um, like Simeon. They invite uh, Bishop uh, Gorman. Uh, yeah. they, they invite these out-of-state teams, and they have a lot of the big-name players of those teams playing other big-name players. So my junior year, I want to say it was, uh, we played against St. John Bosco with a team that had Daniel Hamilton, Isaac Hamilton, Vance Jackson and, and many of Tyler Dorsey mm -hmm. and many other, uh, you know, big time athletes at that time. Before that event, I had my fire red fives sent to my good friend, EJ Ferrer, who at the time uh, was the owner of soul clinics. He designed shoes and, and spray painted them, customized them and everything. And so this was my senior year actually, because I remember I was committed to USC at the time, which is where I went to, to college and played for four years. I sent my fire red fives to him, had him spray paint them like red and gold 
and on the tongue of the the Jordan fives, there was the Jumpman sign. Yeah, we we ironed on a USC patch. Oh, so we'll uh, we'll post the video on our on our social media pages and everything of the sneakers that I wore. Um, so I had them like USC'd out, and they was they were fire. Go into the game. I scored two points at, <laughs> at halftime. Like I, right before the half ended, I got my layup two points. I yeah. go into halftime like, yo, I gotta fix this. This is, <laughs> this is not good. I've this. It can't be the shoes. Yeah, I gotta do something about this. So then I come out second half, went crazy. Had like thirty in the second half. We took the game to overtime. Won the game in overtime, and. I just I just went crazy. A lot of people said my shoes looked like Ronald McDonald's, so I called them the thirty piece McNuggets because <laughs> I dropped thirty in the second half. But <laughs> the shoe was actually it was very comfortable to hoop in, and uh, I enjoyed it. It was uh, I was able to cut do you know whatever I needed to do on the court in them, and uh, you know it was a shoe that I really enjoyed playing in it and walking in it. So I loved it. You still have those. I still have them. Still have them. piece Ronald McDonald's. I love that. For sure. We'll, we'll post a picture of the shoes and and maybe even a link to the video where I had 30 in the second half. Yeah, we got to take some like you got to take some style product like pictures with it where like there's a barbecue sauce and everything. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Present yeah. it. Mark, we got to market it. We got to market it. <laughs> That's what I was wondering like when you said you iron the patch on the shoe. Mm -hmm. Um cuz this is like the first shoe to feature 3M Mm -hmm. This is such a revolutionary thing because 3M had only ever been for practical use, which is if you're running, right? you don't want to get hit by a car. They put 3M on a shoe to be like, hey, there's someone running here. Yeah, exactly. Tinker was like, oh, this guy, Jordan, is he's, he's he attracts attention. He's like, I want these shoes to light up. Right. And, you know, this, someone takes a picture of him with a flashbulb. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing 3M being marketed like crazy, like even the Yeezys or something. They'll be like, oh, they, you know, reflective, reflective or glowing mm -hmm. dark or it's got all these. It's got 3M and you're like, OK, why am I paying an extra hundred dollars for 3M? You know, I, I get why he did it for Jordan, but like, right. I'm not Kanye. Like, I, <laughs> no one's taking a picture of my feet. Like, oh, right. Okay. But I'm like, that was such a revolutionary thing. Did yours? Did yours have the 3M on it or? So my Fire Red 5s, I had the ones that released in 2013 and those ones did not. Those yeah. ones didn't have the reflective material on it. So I, that's why we were able to put the iron on uh, USC patch on them. Yeah. But what you talking about the 3M material, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of 3M material. Like the three Lab 5s that uh, Jordan has released, the five Lab 5s, that uh, five Lab 3s that Jordan has released as well. Anything with the reflective material, I, I love it because, you know, like I'm not Michael Jordan status, but when people take pictures with me or, you know, take a picture of me and have the flash on and you see later when you look at back at that picture, you're like, oh, what shoes are those that he had on? Why are they flashing like that? And so I'm, I'm a huge fan of the 3M material. It is nice when people notice the details, though. Right. For sure. Like I said, like there'll people be like, how, how are your shoes doing that? And I'm like, well, it's this material called 3M. You can't get it everywhere. So <laughs> I had that yesterday where I went to a concert at the Blue Note out here. And this lady was like, I was like, oh, do you need to go buy? She's like, no, I was looking at your shoes. And he was like, I was like yeah, you know, 
Yeah, you know, so something like. Yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's a Tuesday, you know, it's actually Wednesday, but I was like, you know, whatever. These are my Tuesday shoes. Right. Um, also, too, this shoe uh, had the vent on the side. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was amazing. It was like you could see the skeleton of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is the first shoe to feature the icy sole, the see-through clear rubber sole. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, you know what that means to sneakerheads, but I'm wondering, you know, if you could explain to the people, you know, the clear sole. Yeah. So having having the icy sole, you know, you don't see it on a lot of shoes or, you know, many shoes. Mm-hmm. having the icy sole. So you have dark bottoms where the shoe is, you know, usually black. You have gum bottoms where the shoe is usually brown. And then you have the icy sole where the bottom of the sneaker, it looks like an ice cube. Like sometimes you can see right through it. And sometimes, you know, it's just a clear icy sole. And so uh, one thing that I notice about icy soles, uh, when you play, when I play on a court, like a basketball court with the icy sole, I feel like I slip a little bit more. Really? Not, not to say there's ice or juice in the sole of yeah. the sneaker, but it just, to me, it, it feels like I, I slip a lot more just because of the, the icy sole. Whereas when I'm wearing a, a darker sole sneaker or the gumdrop sneaker uh, sole, I, I have a little bit more traction. But that's just, it was just interesting to me to figure that out when I found that out. Okay, so if you get the icy sole out there, everyone, do not play in those. Do not play in them. You'll, you'll end up on balls like ankle breakers. Yeah, go with the uh, all-ever-safe React juice. <laughs> <laughs> right, for sure. That should be like a, a game, like an all-slippery game where it's like React juice versus the icy soles. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the shoe – oh, I forgot. Oregon, special mention. Uh, I was it popped in my head and I was like I'm missing one I am right one and it's the Oregon colorway yeah Um, how many pairs of this shoe do you own so let me see I've owned the fire red fives I I have a pair of the the gray off-whites I had the fire red fives that just dropped yeah metallic the metallic ones that dropped a while back I have those so I think I have I think I have four. Also, and, honorable mention is the Supreme ones. I forgot about those. Uh, the Supreme right. ones are dope too. That's right. Off White had almost taken over Supreme in my head. When Off White came out, I was like, Supreme's dead. So, <laughs> right. Off White takes over anything. You get that little tag on it. It's like, that's nothing it. else matters. Oh, it's official. Yep. <laughs> I time my shoe one time just to be like, it's kind of like Off White. Right. <laughs> It's not off white, it's off kilter. It's funny when older people see the tag, they're like, Why do you still have your tag on your shoe? I'm like, Listen, lady, you don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> you don't understand. I don't know, you, you won't get it. Right. Um, how often do you break these out? How often are they in your rotation? Uh, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say a lot. I kind of, it kind of varies. I don't mm-hmm. like wearing them with jeans. I'd rather hoop in them than wear them to chill in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time I would break these out is say like a full Nike tech fleece outfit. I'd throw some yeah. vibes on and be like, yeah, this is the fit. So you already got the fit going to the shoes. Which oh yeah. Is- you, uh, every fit, every fit with me starts at the shoes. Starts okay. at the shoes. Got to. Zero ground up. Yep. Way to go. Yeah. It's the foundation. 
For sure. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that you want to say about the fives? I mean, I know they got that back asymmetrical collar. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that does that mean anything to you? Is it nice? Is the cushioning in it? The ankle support? You know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, for me to be able to hoop in a in a shoe, that means everything about it was was pretty spot on. Like the comfort level, the the weight of the shoe, the support of it. I I think everything was comfortable. One thing I really like about the fives is the stitching on the shoe is is really good from the heel tab in the back. Yeah. To the the front of the shoe having the little the slight um slight uh stitching on the 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 top of the shoe over the top. Um so I I think it's a a well-designed shoe overall. I give it a 9 out of 10, 9 and a half out of 10. 9 and a half. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I can't Okay, we got you got to keep watching and keep listening to hear what we get his 10 out of 10 is. <laughs> I have a sneaky suspicion I know what it's going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be in the Jordan brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So those were our three shoes that we we're covering for today. But I want to, this is some first episode. So we're doing first here. And before we go, we got two uh, young players in the league that got their signature shoes. We got LaMelo Ball has a LaMelo Ball ones. Mm-hmm. And we got Trey Young. He's got his first shoe. Um, First of all, before we even get to it, because we got a little bit of time, how do you feel about Puma coming back into the game, signing young players? I mean, they signed Kuzma. Rest in peace, Kuzma, uh, former Laker. Um, how do you feel about where Puma's headed right now and versus where Adidas is headed? And then we'll get into their shoes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great of Puma jumping back into the swing of things. I personally have not been able to try on and, you know, figure out uh how the pumas feel uh but the way they have been trending is is in the right direction and what they're doing they they just signed uh mikey williams oh uh, the young high schooler to to their contract and so i feel like they're trending in the right direction the shoes gotta be comfortable they're they're doing solid i mean to me i don't think they'll be able to compete with like a, a nike or adidas but if they're able to you know sustain you know their brand and and bring in profit Kudos to them. So, I mean, I like what they're doing, and I'm excited to see what what else they bring in the future. How do you feel about the future of Adidas basketball right now? They have a couple of signature athletes: Harden, Lillard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what man? His name's escaping right now. Point guard for the Jazz. Why am I listening? Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yes, yeah. I want to call him Spider Man. I'm like Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, how do you feel about their signature uh, sneakers? Uh, to, to me, I feel like all of their their signature athlete sneakers look very similar. I agree. Like they all have that flat bottom with the kind of like styrofoam cushioning, I guess yeah. you could say. And then from there, it's just the the base of the sneaker is, is just slightly different uh, with the different designs that they put on it. But I always feel like their their shoes are always like that. They're, they're styrofoam uh, sole, which kind of like, how they design their NMD runners. It mm. kind of has that soul, but I feel like a, all their signature athletes shoes look very similar um, in, in that sense. I agree with you too. I think that is probably my biggest problem with Adidas basketball sneakers right now is that what's the difference between a Harden and a Trey Young. Right. Or a Trey Young and a Donovan Mitchell. It, 
to me, they look the same. Yeah, it's just the colorway that they come in. Like, you know, they all, I think, have a, it's all boost technology, mm-hmm. um, which is, it, it feels great. You know, I, I have a pair of Yeezys. They're awesome. But, like, it all looks like, just like, I don't know, like a Adidas triangle. Like, literally, <laughs> it looks like you're wearing that on your feet. And it's like, they're almost missing the personality part. Of that player. Yeah, of the player. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when I see Harden, I think his colorway he's wearing now is like it's like all white, but then it's like got the green, red, and like the blue. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. feels more like a PlayStation <laughs> than it does his shoe. Right. I think Dame is a little different though. Yeah, Dame's is slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, they all kind of get the same type of vibe or like idea off of each other, I feel like. Yeah, what do you think that is? I mean, I can't because <laughs> Adidas is grabbing people from Nike. Right, taking them, and then yeah. I'm wondering like where the design or why it's not coming through. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm. A, I mean, I guess they they're thinking it's working for them. It must be working, um, but I, I'm not sure. I mean, I do think in the future, coming out with more of you know these signature athletes' shoes, they will start branching off and designing different type of, of looks and ideas, especially bringing some of the, the Nike guys over to their co- corporation. I, I think they will design some new and exciting shoes over there. Yeah. Cause you're telling me, I mean, like, you know, we can't all be sitting here going, well, pro models was it. That was as good as, <laughs> as that, you know, or the Kobe eight, the KB eight where it's like, right. Where the, I think you had the EQTs back then where it was like, or even T Mac shoes where it was like, this can't, be the entirety of the Adidas basketball soccer. You know, it's right. like you've got some of the best players right now that you've got, a, or at least a couple of them that are up and coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're more excited to see where the future is going to go. Right. How do you feel about, um, a, uh, let's say maybe a Kanye's basketball sneaker? I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> Do you play them? I haven't played in them. I've seen them in stores on the shelves. Uh, one of my teammates that's sponsored by Adidas got got some in. I, I took a look at them, and I'm just I'm just like ah, I'm not a big fan. It's, got it's just not me. <laughs> they have three M, but yeah. I'm not a fan of that three M. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You you can keep those to yourself. Yeah, you can keep those ones. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this then: cop or not on uh, Adidas Trey Young's first model? What do you say? You copping them or no? I like I like the ice trays. Yeah, uh, even though they look similar to the Donovan Mitchells and you know the other Adidas sneakers, I I would say I cop those. The ice trays are, are are pretty dope. Okay, so how are we feeling about Lamelo? Are you copying those or <laughs> not? Is that a no for you? The Lamellos, so I got a vibe from the Lamello shoes. I got a vibe of Anta or Anta. Yeah. The Kyrie ones in the sole of the shoe. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And then the mid is kind of like some type of other Kyrie shoe as well. So I would I would say cop those, but I do see a mixture of those, uh, the Antas and some Kyries in there. I also see the uh, a mixture. It feels like to me, maybe it's just the size of the silhouette of the shoe. Reminds me a bit of the RS Dreamer, the Puma. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. And I go, okay. But for me, uh, the red, orange, teal, or whatever, and the Aztec feathers on the side, I'm like, this just speaks to the to the Los Angeles in me. 
<laughs> I've been around too many Latino people to not buy this shoe. I have to buy this shoe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I must wear this to every one of my like yeah. years. I must yeah. I would say I would I would want a different colorway. I think the the red and the orange is is okay. But yeah. if I was able to do like a, a black on black or like a white and black, I think I think that would be pretty dope. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go for the red and orange colorway. I'm feeling. It. I'm looking at it going like, yes. I see right. what the vision is here, Lamelo. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> for sure. Cop on both for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say cop. I'll say cop. Okay. All right. So you know, look forward to those shoes coming out and uh, Christmas season. And that was the first episode of the pod. I mean, I'm Alexander Payne. That's Jordan McLaughlin. And that's it. We out. Yes, sir. Later. <laughs>